At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to the Shepard Ambellis Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. All right, we got a great show for today. We got author of The Octopus of Global Control and the host of Macroaggressions podcast, Charlie Robinson with us. We also got Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole, and we're going to be diving into, I guess, a whole plethora, a cornucopia of topics and subjects. And it's been a while since I talked with Charlie, I think probably more than one year. And it's great to have you back on, Charlie. How have you been? I've been good. I think last time we spoke, you were on, on my show. Oh, Maybe that's right. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. 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 And, and I was thinking of you uh, a couple of days ago, which is funny that, that you, we all got in contact with each other because I had, uh, I had Freeman fly on and we were talking about asteroids. And I, go, I was man. thinking about Freeman the other day. That's funny. Uh-huh. I go, I'll tell you what, man. Every time I talk to Shepard, I start looking up. <laughs> looking for asteroids you know <laughs> so yeah man on my mind you were like we were t- connecting telepathically somehow so i'm glad we were able to make this happen this is gonna be fun totally you know uh you mentioned the asteroid thing um i you know i'm just kind of like in this uh waiting holding pattern now because i did that film and um now i'm just like okay let let's see uh how this is gonna transpire but there's still some stuff going on. Um, I haven't really dove deep into it lately, but they're still doing, they got upcoming drills on this. There's some guy came out and said he thinks Apophis is going to hit because he like ran some calculations and, you know, so we don't even know what's going on, but it could tie into all this COVID and stuff. 
but what i mean let's talk about uh i don't know like weather patterns um i remember a long time ago probably i guess i was only like um 10 years old at the time and al gore was on the news talking about um you know the the weather patterns and how florida will be overtaken by the ocean and and just covered with water um and and then we don't really see any of this charlie how you know let's talk about that a little bit because you wanted to uh, get into that well i'll tell you the what what freaked me out um more than more than anything actually had nothing to do with with the skies you know looking up or you know any of that stuff uh, what freaked me out you know like what was it two it must have been two years ago when remember when they brought all those uh um the the two boats the mercy and the other boat and they docked one off right. of la and one off of new yeah. york and that and was they weird. Set, up all, set up all these uh triage centers all these big you know facilities the javits center in new york i think they did it at the what used to what was the uh, the Seahawks field and in, in, in Seattle had all these places and then they just and nobody showed up and then they quietly like folded them up and moved the boats out and everyone left and nobody thought about that anymore. And then I hear you talking about like, hey, this is, you know, this there was like a, a cluster of space debris on our, on its way towards us the the likes of which we had never you know experienced in our lifetime and, and nothing wound up happening and i started thinking what is going on here okay did they know something we didn't know did we just get it you know did we miss something was there something that f- flew by us and they kept it quiet and you know used COVID as a cover story and moved those boats in there and had all these doctors that were like proficient in trauma surgery and not virology or anything like that that freaked me out so i thought okay these there's something going on that we don't know about then we start you know of course you've done a lot of work on weather weather manipulation and things like that i started going okay there's something happening in our skies Mm -hmm. i'm at a severe disadvantage because i you know i i like most people i don't know how to what am i going to do am i going to look and find an asteroid coming in i have no idea how to do that i wouldn't even know where to start so we're at the mercy of who nasa right <laughs> I mean, and, and random God astronomers that that these astronomers nowadays they they get these telescopes that um they hook to gps and all that shit in the phone and and they just type in like oh i want to i want to look at cirrus or whatever and it just aims toward it. I mean, for all we know, the CIA can have a connection to that, and they're just pointing it toward anything they want, so you'll never see anything. So, you know, do I guess you got to find the type of guy that, or astronomer that does the real work with the old school style. Yeah. Do we know anyone? No. <laughs> is, there, is there a good guy on the inside? I mean, I, I kind of need to, somebody have access to this, uh, you know, some radio telescope that they can say, hey, well, you know, when, when everyone, when the boss is away, I sometimes go and look at for interesting things. Well, if you're that guy and you're listening to this show, please get a hold of us. Cause we have some things we would need you to kind of look at for us. <laughs> and we don't trust anyone else. And, uh, frankly, if NASA's telling me, Oh, you, well, this and this is going to happen. That is not, you know, I'm not going to be comforted to hear anything from them. So, you know, but, but again, it, then it, it all kind of goes back to, 
our relationship with the media too. So like what what is the you know what would you do if the media came out today and said there's an inbound asteroid? I mean, mm-hmm. as much as I believe that is a possibility, mm-hmm. if it were delivered to me by the mainstream media, <laughs> yeah, we would I have would have to question it, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> something might break through the floor, like magma or something. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. I mean, look at be the upside right. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever they say do the opposite. So it it's been um you know, and it's it's for those that are just sort of new to this, new to all of this alternative media stuff, and, and COVID sort of woke you up to it. Well, welcome to the party. And the party begins when you acknowledge the fact that the mainstream media is constantly lying to us about just about everything. And so if you're going to base your decisions in life based on what the media tells you to be afraid of or to be uh, happy about, or we're supposed to hate this country and love this other country, all that if you're making decisions based on that, your life is going to be very confusing because you're going to find that reality is not um, is inconsistent with the the picture that the media is painting. So when you when you need when you need somebody to level with you and tell you the truth, is there really an asteroid coming out at us? Um, you know, unfortunately, I don't even really know where to go. I mean, right. I, I, frankly, I'll be honest. If someone said there's an asteroid coming, the first person I would reach out to would be you. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, you have way more agreed. credibility than anybody I know. So, I, so yeah, I it's crazy. You to know it all, We're all so running to make. Have you seen that uh, that film? What is it? Um, uh, it? I think it's the one like Deep Impact or something. There's this crazy journalist on there, and he tells everyone the asteroids coming or or something like that. You know, um, sh- shit. I w- I wouldn't know where to begin either. Um, you know, uh, I guess one day if that comes to fruition we'll we'll see it with our own eyes or or hear about it it's weird that they covered that one up in nigeria in a curie yes i mean that was bizarre right i and and i came out and i said you know that's an asteroid impact because i could see um like overpressure damage on the buildings and i could see that um that there was no real ejecta uh, as if there was an explosive like they claimed um so i i mean that was crazy to see that and then now they've admitted that it was an asteroid yeah so so you go well okay well asteroids hit all the time and that's fine i mean we don't love that but we recognize that that happens so and and it's a natural occurrence so why are you guys lying about it <laughs> you know like, right like i wasn't suspicious it's just another asteroid that you know a freak thing that happens but now that you guys are lying <laughs> that's, trying to cover well, that's up, what's scary now I'm interested. we got to go to a break charlie robinson is our guest we'll be back Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network 
scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails, sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. The World Economic Forum is a good topic we could talk about, too, Charlie. Uh, Charlie Robinson is our guest. He's the author of The Octopus of Global Control and host of Macro Aggressions Podcast. Um, I was watching a um, WEF video recently, and they were talking about how globalization might be failing and they were pointing out some examples and I think a couple of people were defending it. Um, but it sounded like a psyop, uh, to me as well. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Charlie? No, oh, there, I mean, I know about the world economic forum and their plan for globalization, one world government, but, but in what, yeah. So, how so they describing it I'll, I'll try to get this uh, link so we can maybe have Aaron play it, but, um, they made it sound like it's not a thing anymore, but then oh, like okay. when you listen to their carefully like crafted wording, it sounds, um, 
nefarious to me. It sounds like a trick or something. I'm going to try to pull it up. Aaron and Bethany, if you want to kind of talk uh, with Charlie for a second, I'm going to find this link. But yeah, like, I mean, this World Economic Forum, they, they just look diabolic too uh yeah. when they're on these panels i'll find this link hold on give me one second yeah 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 i mean the world Econ the world economic forum that the, the so diabolical they're talking about like sharing um electric vehicles and stuff like that the i heard you talk about this uh just a, i think a couple days ago charlie with the 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 wall the in uh, saudi arabia yeah it looks it, it seems they i think they want to overwhelm you with stuff that looks cool but it, it is so Orwellian oh, sure. or whatever the right way to put What's that is. What's this wall about? What's that oh, about? Oh, the wall is this. It's it's a it's a it's like a city in the shape of a wall, uh, a, a wall that's 140 kilometers long. Oh, the line, the line. Okay, the line. Yes. The line. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Now I remember. Um, I thought you were saying they were building a wall. Like, build the yeah, wall. Build, build the, the wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Well, this is a wall. This, this, yeah. this wall will do uh, bad things to humanity if you build uh, it the, they will it, come yeah uh. yeah they, they, these guys are you know look they're obviously their plans are diabolical but we have to also stop and appreciate the sense of you know i we have to have a sense of humor about it you march out the head guy and he's going to have a german accent and look like emperor palpatine are you kidding me you really thought that this was going to work for the people? This is, this, it's, it's too nuts. on the nose. You know what I mean? It's yeah. too, it's space balls. You know, it's like space oh, balls. And wow. you just go, oh, you know, you expect the guy to be, you know, saying, we've been combing the desert. We ain't found shit yet. You know, so it is, With a comb. it is hysterical <laughs> to me. Um, I think it's good in a sense that it kind of wakes people up I and mean, it, 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 he's so over the top with it. And I have a friend, it's funny. I was just emailing him. I have a friend who's a comedian named, uh, Eric Hollerbach who, who does a, a, a character called Klaus Schwab jr. And he always, and he dresses up, he has this outfit and he's and it's fantastic. And he used to have a German foreign exchange student live with, with him when he was a kid. So he, he, uh, he has this really great fake German accent that he can bring out. And he just does this whole comedy bit on it. And it's funny because it's hard to tell like this, is this part of your bit or is this really from the world economic forums, uh, uh, advertising campaign for global communism? You know, I mean, it's, right. it's all glossy and looks nice. And, you know, look at this, you know, build back better and look at all these happy people. And you, you all, you know, you won't need well, a car, you cars. You don't need a car. You'll just be able to, we'll have electric cars and everyone will be fine and it'll just be great. And you go, you go, oh, that sounds great. But I, you know, I bet, I bet this is what Lenin and Stalin told their people too. Uh, I bet the sales pitch for communism was along the same lines. Listen, there's going to be so much food. You'll never have to worry about working. Everyone will be working and you know, you only have to work half as much and then you get in and then you go, uh Oh, this is not what they, you know, not what the sales pitch uh, told me it was going to be. And then by that point it's too late. So I think that for, for everyone that that's still kind of asleep at the wheel with the world economic forum, it pays to open your eyes and, and listen to what these maniacs have plan for us because I, I assure you it is definitely not good Aaron maybe you can queue up some clips but they have this uh, one you know um, it's called uh, a basic income for all dream or delusion and they make it sound as if uh, well they make it sound as if this uh, um, generic income that they're gonna give everyone or whatever 
is going to be good for both Republicans and Democrats. So that's one way they're spinning it. And then they, they start uh, talking about, you know, will globalization work and stuff like that. I don't know, Aaron, if you uh, want to just play a couple little clips and skip through the first um, 10 minutes here and there or something and just play a couple things out of that. That'd be like pretty cool, maybe. Um, but yeah, I was like listening to the wording and I'm like, okay, so these guys that are up on stage and and then are most likely attending this conference, you know, they're listening to this verbiage and it's very specific, but, but to the untrained ear, uh, it sounds great, maybe, yep. you know, so they got this plan. Right. Absolutely. It's not a good plan. Um, but like you said, yeah, to, to people that don't under, that don't know the keywords to listen for, you go, oh, this is great. There's going to be um, equity. You know, every, you know, every, there's equity and there's and there's um, what are the other buzzwords they use? They, they all sound <laughs> yeah. fine You're until right. you dig in and you realize when they say unity, oh, it's be equity, <laughs> yeah. you go, oh, equity, like. Like everyone can it, it, everyone can participate in this is it's so good there's a pool you know it's like having a a, a pool for everyone right yeah oh there's going to be and pools we're going to decide for you we're going to decide equitable. for you they go no you're all going to be equally screwed you're all going to have nothing equally you know so it's but you it's, will be happy well you'll be happy because if you're if you're not happy we'll we'll uh we'll turn off your social credit you know so what's we'll funny? Your universal basic income. This is how yeah. sick these fuckers are. They, uh, I was thinking about this today. If if they go in and assign this, and they said, "Oh, don't worry, you'll be happy," you know, um, they'll probably go in and calculate this shit out, and they'll probably figure out like you need to pay everyone like twenty five bucks an hour with and with inflation, that's not even enough or something. They like people need like a hundred bucks an hour or something, and and uh they'll have it all figured out and then they'll inflate things over the next 20 years and they'll never be like a period where they change it so they'll right. squeeze everyone out of it um so no matter what they're just like totally um just serving it to the populace with central bank digital sandwich. currencies that are free for them to create and can be programmed so that they only work well, if they only work if you're a good little slave or they only work at the company store, maybe that's Amazon and Walmart, or they, they only work if your social credit score is within a certain range, or they only work if you're, um, um, you know, if you, if you eat the bugs, but <laughs> anything else, you know, then that universal basic income disappears and now you're kind of stuck and, um, you know, you're stuck living in the line <laughs> in Saudi yeah. Arabia. How far away do you think we are from that? You know, like like realistically where it's been beta tested and, you know, all that. And it's like everybody's ready to put a chip in their hand or, you know, with their social credit score and all that. Like, I mean, realistically, how far or close, you know, do you think we are? Because I get mixed on that from time to time. Well, like to, I think it. I liked it's wishful thinking that it's farther away than it really is. I think the technology is closer than you might think. I think the ability to convince people to embrace this socially might be a little further away, but the, the technology exists in China. They have a social credit system already up and running there. We've talked to, uh, we had the, the head of Alibaba, um, who's an American guy, 
uh, he was saying that the technology already exists for them to track the carbon output of each individual person and measure that and and hold that and hold somebody to a specific a specific number you know whatever that number may be however they calculate carbon but he said that that technology already exists and we have it so he mentioned that during a, obviously a world economic forum event so the technology exists and china you know they have no choice they sort of you got to go along with it or they just i don't know you, you go along with it or, or they get rid of you but here in america or in the west in general i think that we're going to need a catastrophe in order to be the carrot to force people in like something bad is going to happen to the financial system a collapse and people are going to be very concerned and then the government will step up and say well listen in, in light of this crazy scenario that just happened out of the blue which of course they'll make happen um what we're going to do is we're going to just give everybody a universal basic income just so you guys can survive it's going to be like food stamps There'll be some stipulations on it, like food stamps. You know, you can't use it for alcohol and tobacco and things like that. Uh, so there, there already are limitations. This program, in a, in a sense, exists through the EBT system. So you can you can convince everybody that the government's going to be there to help you and give you this free money, and then people will become dependent on that as they do with handouts, and then they'll put conditions on it later. That's this is how I see it, really. They put conditions on it later. And they'll say, well, you you know, in order to keep this money that we're giving you, you got to do this or you got to be up to date on your vaccines or you got to be, um, you know, you got to you got to do whatever, whatever they say. And, oh, and yeah. people go, oh, I don't want to do that, but I guess I got to do it because I, I do need this free money to come in. So fine, I'll take the vaccine or fine, I'll, 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 I'll you know, ride the bus instead of driving my car. And and they'll, they'll get on board with it because they have to and then they'll be trapped. Yeah, you know, they, they want to trap everyone in that system and keep them in that hamster wheel, just spinning that wheel the whole time. Uh, so they're wasting all their energy, all their time. Uh, that's sad, though, that, that that's the, the direction that that's all going. And I guess the deep state, they have a pretty good handle on this. The, the world um, puppeteers, all that. Um did Aaron got this election coming up too? a presidential presidential election is right around the corner. Mm, I mean, guys, this I wonder is who they're really going to run. <laughs> hitting yeah. us from all sides, guys, is crazy. Did, Aaron, Charlie, were, you, were you able Charlie, to queue I'm, up any of that clip uh, at all? Yes. Uh, uh, it's a it's like a 52 minute clip. I can play maybe it. part um, of the first couple minutes, um, you know, like go yes. go like uh, four minutes in or something. Let's see what's going on. OK, yes, I'll do that real quick. Uh, Charlie, I want to ask you one thing: Sustain, sustainable development growth. The those seventeen points that that they preach from uh, uh, I can't remember what exactly it comes from, but it's like the the first one where there's like no no poverty, no um, uh, yeah, I know. Hunger. I remember yes. what you're talking. I don't have the list in front of me, but I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, there were like seventeen what? steps, and you read mm -hmm. them, and you go. Oh, this is what, what they're this is what they're working on. They're going to make all this stuff. This sounds great. And then you just, <laughs> you just realize that none of it is. It's like uh, the United Nations, uh, 17 steps towards doing this. It's like, first, make sure that um, everybody has enough food and water. And you're like, OK, well, that sounds reasonable. And then it's like, make sure that people aren't. I, I don't know. Everything that they said, you could you would look at it like to the untrained eye. You would say. 
by the end of it, they're like, make sure there's no people left on the planet. Crickets and floor, uh, you know, water with fluoride in it. <laughs> there, there's your staple meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it's like if you know the United Nations and you know what they're up to, and you know that they have, you know, they're they're all trying to depopulate you. You go, oh, this sounds great. If the if it really was the mission was to do this, but then you go, you know, this all sounds like a fancy sales pitch for something else that's going on. And given mm-hmm. the United Nations' poor history of being involved in some of the worst atrocities, you know, I mean, whenever there's a war and the United Nations goes in in the aftermath of the war, then they have to clean up for the aftermath of the United Nations when they leave, and it's just rapes and destruction and all that stuff. I mean, it's everywhere they go, there's just a trail of rapes going on. And so you go, oh, are these the people I want to be in charge of coming up with the 17 steps for sustainability? Like, I, I no, I'd, I'd rather go down to 7-Eleven and grab some guy out of aisle two and say, you, come here, come with me. Uh, give me your 17 best ideas for how to save this planet. I'd much rather go with that guy's ideas than anything the United Nations is proposing because (laughs) they want depopulation. (laughs) They want want half as many people on the planet to begin with, and then after they get that, then they want to get rid of another half on top of that. This is Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. I've come to take over the entire planet. Shep, you were clouching your swab this morning. Remember? <laughs> I, I took a <laughs> shit and clouched my swab. What a great I got... meeting. A great, it's great to wake up to a text like that, Shep. <laughs> I, I thought of that. I, t- I said something about I took a shit and clouched my swab or something. Like, I can't really... <laughs> he goes, when you take a shit, he sent it to you too, Aaron. He said, when you take a shit, clouse your swab. Oh, yeah, yeah, you. yeah. You got to. I, I wipe it with my gore as well. That's how I roll. <laughs> I, I dump it. Um, uh, how much? How many? We got. Let's do it after yeah. the break. Maybe uh, okay, we'll yeah, dive break, into okay. that and see okay. what they're saying because they're like masters of manipulation and tricksters, and we all know uh, how they have double speak and this wording they use is yeah. uh, phenomenal. Because, like, literally, it sounds like the Georgia Guidestones. You know, you're thinking, "Oh, great!" You know, oh, we God. need peace on earth, all this shit, um, and they write it out like that. You know. Uh, Charlie Robinson's our guest. Everyone stay tuned. Sorry, Beth. We got to go do a break. That's okay. Everyone grab the octopus of global control from Amazon book. This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambella Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. 
Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.live, The Shepherd Ann Bellis Show, with Shepherd Ann Bellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepherd Ann Bellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats, all exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, Don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. He's forgotten more than most people know. If you've thought about it, he's done it. He once failed a high school course with an A+. He's Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. The host of Macro Aggressions Podcast, Charlie Robinson's with us. Uh, We're talking about the World Economic Forum, kind of joking around about Klaus Schwab and all this. And there's a clip that I I recently found. um, And and it's just, it sounds to me like it's so deceptive. We're just going to try to play a couple parts in it and see what these clowns are talking about. Yes, here we go. Theory. So Switzerland said no to it um, last year, um, but there are plenty of other places which are beginning experiments. So um, Finland just began. Um, the Canadian province of Ontario is going to have an experiment. Cities in Scotland, um, several, I think four Dutch cities. Um, and to discuss the, the pros and cons of the idea, we have four panellists here with me who are extraordinarily well qualified to comment. Um, to my immediately to my left is Professor Guy Standing of the University of London, um, who is the co-president of the Basic Income Earth Network, or BIEN, 
which he co-founded actually in 1986. I'm going to ask each of our panelists to offer their... All Let's skip forward like a, a little bit, like a minute or two. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, see what happens. This. I'm sorry. I was trying to scrub no, 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 through during right. the break. Their thoughts really on the question of <laughs> as, as work changes as work is changing, is a universal basic income um, really a, a, a solution to, the, to this problem? First, um, Guy. Well, thank you very much and uh, welcome to everybody and thanks for coming to this session. When you've been working on a subject for 30 years and you're suddenly told you have four to five minutes to give your perspective, you feel a slight sense of awe. This goes back to Thomas Paine and Henry George and people who said public wealth is created over generations. And any of us know or should know and have the humility to know that our income and wealth is fundamentally due to the contributions of previous generations and much more than anything you or I do ourselves. And therefore, if you allow private inheritance, we should also have public inheritance as a social dividend on public wealth created. I think Charlie can probably talk about that real quick. With, that's uh, crazy. Kind of some redistribution and some. Uh, yeah, that's oh crazy. God. Yeah. yeah. What could what could possibly go wrong with the state redistributing <laughs> wealth to people? I'm sure that's going to work out just fine. Yeah, because they're, they're always so efficient. This this is this is a a a glossy marketing campaign for global enslavement. There's just when you allow the state to be in charge of who gets what, they will inevitably put their thumb on the scale. They will tilt it in favor of the people that play ball with them. They will punish their enemies. They will get rid of marginalized groups or groups that they decide they're going to marginalize. They will cut them off from services, from money. This is just, I mean, the, this poor bastard's been working on this for 30 years. Like, I could have saved him. I could have saved him. He's going to want to kill himself after this. Because <laughs> he could have just read Bill Cooper. <laughs> right, exactly. Listen, you, the idea sounds great. Universal basic income. We're all going to give everyone a little bit of money so that everybody's going to, 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 to make it. Well, the problem is, first of all, we just saw what happens when you just manufacture money out of thin air. You get inflation. Okay, and then all the prices go up and the money they gave you now suddenly doesn't really cover the things that you thought it was going to cover because the fact of creating the money in the first <laughs> place uh, is what fuels inflation. So by putting by actually starting the program, you are by definition starting the process it, of inflation. If you think so about it, if you think about it, Charlie, they already did universal wealth. It was called minimum wage. That was what, yeah. you know, I like when I started working um, when I was like 16 or something, minimum wage was like 425 an hour. So that's their idea of universal wealth. And it was meant to be something that you start with, but you don't end with that. You don't ever, you know, you don't, <laughs> if you're still working for minimum wage, you've made a, a severe uh, vocational error. And, you know, and, you're, and, you're, and, but think about this. So, that that that's true and then uh you know even if you uh go to college and all that and you make a good decent income now that they got you through this contrived inflation or however they do it up um they they back you back out of that right so you're almost back down to that 
minimum yeah. wage by the end of everything. And then I guess apparently, you know, they, they say, well, you're going to be happy. So, um, you know, I guess they're going to find a happy medium. Maybe they'll kick it up a couple bucks or so. I mean, it's going to be like ridiculous, whatever they offer. Nobody's yeah, ever happy in these situations. They're just existing, you know, right. I mean, happy. Like you'll be happy. You'll own nothing and be happy. Well, that's, that's obviously, that's a bad marketing campaign. Like you'll own nothing and you'll be alive. You know, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really work. That, it doesn't sound great, but that's more accurate. And I think Walmart came out today too. They were talking about a, a wage spiral with like the, the more they pay, the more they're going to have to charge and, and do that wage spiral, which, which goes into just inflation, of course. Yeah. And, and then we also get kind of into this, this cycle of, of thinking about like the wage and, and then what we're going to pay everybody. But what we leave out is, is um, how are we getting these goods in? We have this war with with China or whatever's going on there as well. We're not going to get the goods in. It's all going to collapse, and we're just trying to pay everybody to do like flip burgers at at McDonald's, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't continuously pay people more to do the same stupid well, shit when we're not producing. The, the burger is going to be like a thirty five dollar burger pretty soon. That's basically like a human meat burger, anyways. <laughs> you know, as as they slowly for replace special you. occasions only. In yeah, McDonald's, yeah. they uh, found human teeth in Japan on two occasions, so it's not just a fluke. Uh, oh. And they found uh, so DNA samples. Yeah, real beef too, Shep. Ooh! Could you you're imagine you're bu- you're eating a, a a Big Mac and you're like, damn, this thing's like pretty good. That GMO, whatever they put in it, and um, all of a sudden you break your tooth and two teeth fall out, and you're like, damn, I'm toothless, and now there's two teeth, and you're like, where'd that come from? Well, look, they, all they, the chemicals they put in the water too. I mean, what aren't they touching? Is there anything sacred anymore? Anything? They can't take our souls, man. They can't yet. have. That. They're trying though. They're going to try and suck you into the metaverse and uh, and make you give away your soul. Um, it, yeah, it is. It is. Fuck it's, no. It's a distraction. They want to keep you uh, busy and doing other things so that you don't notice that this digital prison system is being built up around you. It's sort of like an invisible prison where, where it's not necessarily bars that keep you in, but it's it's compliance. It's it's need. It's social credit scores that keep you in. It's it's a it's needing that UBI uh, each each month to, that keeps you in. It's it's not you know it's the uncertainty of being outside of the smart city that they're building. And and, and I think they even mentioned that in the beginning of that clip. They're talking about partnering up with with these cities. Uh, it, look, that's that's what they want to do. They they have they have plans for human no settlement uh, zones where humans are not allowed to go. I mean, us, they'll be able to go wherever they want. So this idea of kind of corralling everybody onto the plantation and then locking this digital prison door or, uh, behind you is, um, you know, in order to get you in there, they've got to do the things that, that they do to get people, you know, they've got to put cheese in the mouse trap. And that's the problem is that the, 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 she, the the mouse can never ever figure out why the cheese is free until it's too late and we as human beings the a, a, a bulk of humanity they see that free cheese out there and they go for it not recognizing that it's a trap because they need it and they want it and they don't and they hope that it's you know they don't even maybe haven't considered that it's a trap 
but you have to be very careful. So these these people are very devious. They're evil, of course, but they're they're not dumb, and they know what how to push our buttons to make us do things that we don't want to do, and that's that's a scary thing. Well, there's people that have speculated they use cell phone devices um, and things like this, and there's supposedly patents on this type of stuff uh, to where. Uh, they can go in and harness the energy out of a person and charge the battery like on a cell phone. You know, I don't know. I haven't dove into that. I don't know if it's all real, but it sounds like it could be. Uh, but and then, you know, they have uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrency. They're talking about chipping people. They're talking about chipping lawyers now so they can send shit back and forth better and track cases. Um, but like the next step is called blood coin where you have to uh if you ride a bicycle it pricks you and it starts sucking the blood out of you because they got to get every last drop ah! <laughs> these these guys are crazy <laughs> Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the Shepard Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Shepard Ambellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. Original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. He prefers Dogman over Bigfoot and Mothman. He once got in a fight with a pit bull and won. His passion for the truth is infinite. He is Shepard Ambellis, 
And you are listening to a show. Listen, what you know, why have crypto? Why have any of this when you can have true uh, blood and sweat equi- equity with blood coin? And you just any device you want to use if you drive your car, if you ride a bicycle to work, uh, anything like that, it just pricks you on the thumb when you're holding on and it just starts draining your blood. Uh, you know, that's basically the point we're at charlie robinson is our guest he's the host of macro aggressions podcast and the author of the octopus of global control um i was thinking we could talk a little bit about the deep state uh false flag terror and or the orchestration of such and possibly i was talking about this on the show yesterday and uh it's a fascinating subject i myself am a firm believer but you know were micro nukes used during the september 11th 2001 attacks i think it probably has to be in consideration due to the amount of cancers that people had the first responders that was very bizarre um yeah you know they they had a there was a a period of time where they had those elevator shafts closed down in the weeks leading up to the event for maintenance of course what were they doing in there were they painting it with uh nanothermite were they you know putting suitcase nukes in there i'll be honest i don't know but i do know that that wasn't a Obviously, it wasn't a natural collapse. It was made to be <laughs> yeah. brought down. Uh, and the method by which that was done was, um, you know, what, I don't, was it thermite, nanothermite, thermate, uh, suitcase nukes? I don't know. Maybe conjunction but, of uh, several things, you know, or, maybe, or whatever. You know, I mean, well, yeah, you'd have a redundancy program, I would think. Right. I would think that if, I mean, because the, the last thing you want is that building to kind of half go off. I mean, they already did that in 93. And so right. you, you want to make sure... You know, this time we don't park the van next to a big pillar. We got to, we got to, you know, we're on the wrong side of the wall. We got to move it to the right spot. So next time around, guys, don't make the same mistake twice. So, so is, you know, if it's not going to go, uh, clearly something went wrong because building seven coming down later that day was a head scratcher for even the most, you know, ardent statist to go, oh, it's weird that that building just fell. I mean, if they even know about it. So there's a lot of, um, you know, I think that 9-11, COVID, these are massive operations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that do a, a ton of damage, psychological damage to people. Uh, not Obviously, physical damage, too, if you're somebody that gets in, you were there in New York or you're somebody that got COVID. Or, but but this, the psychological damage it does is impossible to measure, but it does something else, which is interesting. It wakes up a certain percentage of the population because these guys don't pull these things off perfectly they always make little mistakes and and the minute you start to go hey you know that thing seems a bit weird hey why did that building just up and fall down later that same day you know in free fall speed like a controlled demolition 
Right. And then people go, uh, I don't know. That seems weird. And so when you dig into that, you start to find that there's a lot of problems, a lot of questions with the official story. Same with COVID. When you start to dig into that, you find, hey, this official story doesn't make sense. It seems to be kind of changing a little bit. The people are saying one thing, they're doing something else. And, and as horrible as these events are, and they are unbelievably terrible for us as, as human beings, they offer us an opportunity to wake up if you're interested in doing that. If you're interested in participating and seeing in what's actually going on and digging into the truth, it's your, you know, it's a wake up call for a lot of people. And I think that what we've just gone through over the last two years as well has been has been a wake up call. I don't think people are ever going to look at the pharmaceutical industry or the media the same way, which I think is great in that regard. And I think that people are starting to ask some questions, those that aren't you know, completely dumbed down and, and beyond help. So it, it's a it, it's a double edged sword. I mean, on the one hand, it is it's terrible for society. But but on the other, it serves as like the best example that you can give people to see that the that there are there's literally no line that the government will not cross when it comes to doing what they want to do. If they have to kill 3000 people or if they have to unleash some some virus on the world in order to get their agenda, they will do it without hesitation. So it's important for people to recognize this and then say, okay, that gives me an idea of what I'm up against. I'm up against psychopathic controllers that are hell bent on destroying this current system. Maybe I should be paying attention lest I become you know, a victim the next time around. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, you know, the uh, CEO of Nokia came out recently and he's he's like yeah by 2030 uh everyone's gonna be microchipped you know so they're like uh, you know they got some crazy plans all all of this shit ties in um all of these um events i think like uh what people would call a false flag or perpetuated terror event obviously they've paved the way for this groundwork to be put into place for this whole overarching thing but it's really interesting how all of a sudden they switch up their um, plan because like a lot of people are watching these world economic forum videos they're like checking into it more you know they're wondering like exactly what's going on and so now they're switching up the wording um mm -hmm. so it, it's just like um uh, amazing how they they keep carrying this on and they keep flipping it they're they're using democrat against republican and vice versa now they got it to where apparently on this latest video that we were listening to um they started talking about how it's great for democrats and republicans so it's just all encompassing it's good good let them good let them keep doing this let the more we pressure them the, the worse their plan will be because it seems to me and, and you guys tell me if you feel the same way, but it, we know that uh, the 2030 benchmark, we know that that's been out there since 92. Um, that's where they need to get to that year 2030. But it feels to me like there somebody put the message out to hurry up. It feels like they're rushing. It feels like they're making moves uh, well in advance of when they should. They're pushing agendas that are kind of disjointed and maybe um, not ready for it. Like the whole green agenda to me seems like, why are you guys, you guys are so heavily pushing this electric car. Um, everybody's got to have an electric car. And yet at the same time, you're saying, 
Um, but also don't plug them all in at the same time in California or we'll crash the grid. And you go, right. we're, we're not ready for this. This this seems like you guys are trying to fit a square peg into well, a round Well, all they did is it's like this. The the engineers that designed this, you know, they uh, say, hey, uh, obviously these electric cars are no good because, you know, like if you have an electric car in Hawaii, sorry, you're, you're charging your car with a, a diesel generator that powers this expensive, you know, 30 something cent per kilowatt hour electricity to drive your car around. So you're charging your car with diesel fuel. That's like, right. uh, you're, you know, so like coal fired diesel fuel or whatever. And then, uh, you know, you finally drive your car around. It, it's, it's costing a lot and it's taxing the grid. It's literally like making it to where they can do rolling blackouts. And they're like, so like they've thought of this, they masterminded it like that. And they're like, Hey, look, we can uh, get this drain on the grid. We own the power grid, so we'll have to eventually upgrade them. But, you know, for a while, we'll keep them in the dark. We'll keep them slaves. We'll give them rolling, rolling blackouts. Um, you know, you're not basically, you know, they, they have to comply. The, the grids can't handle it like in Texas, you know, and yeah. they, they knew it would come to this point and they can blame it on whatever. But it, a lot of it is these cars and, you know, what's the deal with we never improve our infrastructure i wrote about that in uh my second book controlled demolition of the american empire that i wrote with jeff berwick we did a whole section on infrastructure and um there there was a a, a document that came out that gave american infrastructure grades like letter grades we didn't get above a c plus in any category and in some of them we were at we were getting D's and F's and things like the power grid, the ports. See, railways. it makes you wonder, like, if they're not improving the infrastructure, is this asteroid really coming? Like, what's going on? Mm. Charlie Robinson, we got to get out of here. Go ahead and you got about 40 seconds, 30 seconds. Plug your stuff and tell everyone sure. where to find your work. Well, th first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. It's Absolutely. been a lot of fun. Um, my show is called macroaggressions you can get that in audio format wherever podcasts are served in video format i'm on iconic rockfin odyssey band.video the website is the octopus of globalcontrol.com follow me on twitter at macroaggressions thanks guys awesome man great show we appreciate it we'll talk to you soon right on. thank you charlie thank you thanks guys everyone stay tuned for uh conspiracy chicks and or um rained out rantcast and then conspiracy chicks thanks charlie have a good night everyone shepherd ambellis here i bet you didn't know i make beats that's right i make beats all exclusive original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day. original beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis.
Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambellus Show, co-host with Aaron Cole, and I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellus Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. A-T-N. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.